welcome to the Bill Cartwright Show featuring Steve Cohen. Uh, my special guest today, uh, Novato Zone, um, USF Don's, Mr. Marvin Deloach. Marvin, great to have you on the show. Great. Well, by the way, I'll go by Marvin Deloach Jr. now, by the way. Ah, yeah. Does that yeah. make you younger if you're a junior? No, I just had to give up. I just had to give props to my pops, you know what I'm saying? Because he always got mad at me every time I said my name was Marvin Delo. He said, You know, I'm Marvin Delo. You're Marvin Lewis Jr., you know? So after he passed away, I started going by Marvin Delo Jr., you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's all props to him, man. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, you do have to kind of pay homage to the. Uh, to the senior one, yes. Oh, you do. You, you really, <laughs> really do. Now, um, you are from Novato, and apparently you are a legend there. Marin County's all-time leading scorer, by the way. Don't get that, don't forget about that. Marin County all-time leading scorer. Gotta add that in. Yes, all these years, nobody's had to beat that record just yet, okay? And they won't either. Why not? Why won't they beat it? Well, first of all, now it's four years in high school instead of three years. I went to three years. I did it three years instead of four instead of four years. And so now I did it four years. So it won't be done now. We have to do it four years now instead of three. That's one reason. And if they don't have anybody else shoot as much as I will, I did anyway. So that's another thing. <laughs> it's probably like Pete Maravich, right? At LSU Thank where he's, is it, would you analogize you. it to that? Exactly. Pete Records, uh, Pete, oh man, he's one of my favorite too, by the way. I'm glad you mentioned his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marin County, that's right. Now, when you were in Nevada, you had, uh, you had some great teams there, didn't you? Yeah, sure did. Great, great team there, you know. Now, who's the coach, sir? He was Ed, Ed Anello was the coach at the time. Yeah, I, I believe he went to USF too, by the way, I believe. Yeah, him and Bill Ayers, they were long-time USF guys. Now, you were the ultimate, uh, and I don't want to emphasize that too much, is that you were the ultimate athlete when you were in school. Slam dunk champ, I assume. But yes, but, you know, I could have some, have some hops on me, boy, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I can do, I have everything right now, but I can, I, I can shoot, I can run a little bit, you know, I can just play a little bit, but I just can't jump anymore. <laughs> of course, man, you just can't jump anymore. That's the first thing to go to the legs, they say. Well, it didn't go too fast because you're over 60 now, but, and let me ask you this, because I, I never do. How did, um, how did you end up going to USF? Because certainly you, you had other offers. Yes, you know, your, your coach, our coach, uh, Bob Gaylord, you know, <laughs> actually lived 15 minutes from my house. <laughs> I lived at Hamilton Air Force Base and he lived back down the street. And so, you know, it was very convenient for him to do some recruiting, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bob Gaylor right, right down the street from me. So my goodness, he just stopped on my house on the way home. <laughs> very convenient for him, man. I say, well, I saved you a lot of money, didn't I? <laughs> on travel expenses for sure, that's for sure. <laughs> so what, what were some of the other schools you were thinking about? You know, Bill, Michigan State was my, the la was my second to last choice, man. Oh, that's my, you know, I visited them place, you know, with, with Magic Johnson down there, you know, and they, and I kind of, I couldn't believe they won it two years later after, you know, after I signed with USF. I could not believe that, man, you know. So Michigan State was my last choice. I was going to go there instead of, you know, but it was, I didn't like the cold. I didn't want to be too far from home. I was a mama's boy, man. So, yeah, I just started to stay across the bay, stay at USF. But, yeah, you, yeah, I got very close to going to Michigan State. So after you get to USF, what were your first impressions? Wow. Because uh, <laughs> I used to watch you guys, man. I was amazed with you guys, man. You and Winfrey Boyce, I was like a, 
I was like an athlete in all with you guys, man. Goodness gracious. My goodness, Boynes and Hardy, you know. Jeez, I even helped Winfrey Boynes move into his dorm room. I was so happy to be there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> My goodness, I remember I saw you at TOC, man, with Gene Ransom. Goodness gracious, man. And I couldn't believe I ended up playing with you, man, a few years later. It was an amazing dream. It came true. And you guys ranked number one, too. You guys, the number one school in the country was recruiting me. I felt honored to be the, the number one recruit. Actually, Bart was with the number one recruit, too, but we both were very honored, man, to be recruited by you guys as being number one nation, man. It was a wild, wild experience, boy, I tell you. Talk about, now, we had a fortunate to have Bart Bowers on. He talked about his first practice. Talk about your first practice at USF. <laughs> that first practice, baby, just, just being involved with you guys and being on the same, wearing that uniform, man, my practice guys, just going to the layup lines. I mean, it was an amazing experience, like I said. And just, wow, just watching you, Boynes and Hardy, just, and get, I just wanted to get dunked on, get it out the way, just get that feeling of being dunked on out the way. Just, <laughs> I couldn't wait to get dunked on. Just how I guess, see, I've been dunked on by one of you guys, man. So that was how, that was, we laughed about that for a long time, me and Bart, man. Goodness. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, do you remember your first game at USF? Yes, I remember. We played against San Francisco State, my first game at USF. And I, I, I did okay, you know, I did very well, yeah, but yeah, I remember it, but I remember I had that big fro too, you know, everybody would just talk about my hair all the time. Everybody kept trying to get me to cut my hair. It's funny, I'm going to one extreme to the other. Yeah, that, but yeah, that, that first game against San Francisco State was amazing, yeah. I do remember that yeah, first game. Because you were pretty skinny. Did you feel like you were ready for college basketball? You felt like physically you were ready? Yeah, because you know I, I use my uh, my speed and my jumping ability to my strength, you know, and I be able to work around that, you know. Yeah, I sure did. So that's funny. I, I didn't get into working out until after I got out of college. After I started playing basketball, it's funny, you know. I, I I didn't take advantage of that while I was in college. I was I think I was talking about son about that the other day. I should, you know, because he's working out hard on the weights right now at sixteen. So he's he's done what I, he's doing what I should have done. <laughs> yep. I'll talk about playing basketball at USF and going to class. What was that like for you? Oh, my goodness. I was a clown in class. <laughs> of course. That's, that's Surprise. My... <laughs> the teachers had fun with me, boy, I tell you. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. I say I, I go to USF to play basketball and I go to class to sit down. I don't like sitting. Of course, I didn't like. Only thing I didn't like about going to you know USF is sitting down. I don't like sitting on the bench. That's the only thing I didn't like about you know. But because I was just anxious, I was ready to play. You know, I just tell Bart, man, I didn't come here to sit. I came here to play. If I want to sit down, I'll go to class. <laughs> you know, that's how I used to sit all the time. The Bart, man, he's a cracker with me all the time. But yes, but I, but school was cool at school at USF though, man. We had to go to class for sure. You know, USF is such a diverse school. It sure and, was. was it? And and I really enjoyed being there, just talking to different people from different uh, different countries. Parts of the world, exactly. Yeah. Did you have that same experience? Sure did, man. I got along well with the soccer guys on the team. You know, it was from Africa, man, just from Uganda, man. Those places were really good, man. I, just, I was amazed to meet those guys, you know, and just these guys in different culture, you know. So I remember just, you know, first time taking a shower in the dorm rooms, these guys walking around in towels, man. I, that's I was kind of freaked me out, though. <laughs> you remember those guys walking around in the towel in their head? I'm like, where the hell are these people from? Jeez, you know? <laughs> I couldn't understand that part, you know? Mm -hmm. That was kind of freaky. The experience just coming from Nevada High, from Wren County, sheltered life. Wow. 
Now talk about, because it was my senior year, but talk about our head coach, Bob Gator, leaves. Actually, my senior year, uh, which was uh, which was interesting. And now we have a new head coach, Dan Bawalami. Um What did you feel about when that happened? Well, at first I thought I, I, I didn't like I didn't like it, you know, because Gailey was the one who recruited me, and I was one I was his boy, you know, I wasn't Bawalami's guy, you know, and Bawalami wanted to pay his guys instead of more, you know, Gailey's guys. So that kind of hurt me, so to speak. <laughs> You know, but his, but your last year, actually, uh, my sophomore year was my best year at USF. You know, I played almost every game. And I had, you know, I had my, my, you know, my best game was the actual game where I got in the fight with Kurt Rambis. Hey, Marvin, talk about your senior year. Talk about your senior year. Now, you remember uh, after we had that problem with, uh, <laughs> with Quentin Daly? Yes. I didn't have a senior year. I had to transfer school. And I ended up also, going to Riverside. You were a junior. Yes, yeah, so I had a transfer to go to USF. We had a problem over there. I had a transfer to USF because so I left USF and went to Riverside for a while. Mm-hmm. So we had a problem there. So that's when I began to, you know, uh, a different destiny there. So, so talk about that. Because we, 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 we was going, we was being investigated by the NCAA. And so I felt that coming there. So me, I believe me, and Dave and God willing, we all left us at that time, you know. And that was a nightmare experience. I didn't want to leave at all, but it was a tough experience. So I went, went up going to Riverside and then to play down there for two years. It didn't really work out down there. And I'm meeting one of the tallest guys in the, in the world, George Bell, seven foot seven, and uh, became pretty good friends with him and still good friends with him to this day. <laughs> so talk about that. Were you upset? Were you, uh, did you understand? I didn't understand what was going on, you know, so it was a different experience. I didn't really want to leave, like I said, you know, and, and Riverside was actually a different nightmare, you know, really, because me and the coach kind of but headed down there as well. Just like, you know, I, I, and I pretty much could have handled it differently, too, because I had I did kind of have a, a kind of a hot head and attitude that I was, you know, all world. But <laughs> and I could have handled it much better, being more mature about it. You know, I, I should say that. Um... You know, you were noted as, as, you know, for one thing, being a very athletic player, uh, great guy. Uh, but also you were at USF, you were our team barber. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I had a lot of talents and skills, but yeah, I like my, my sister's actually a beautician. She has her own shop to this day in here in Fairfield. Yeah, but yes, I yes. I used to cut everybody's hair on the team, get you guys ready for the games all the time, man. That was a lot of fun too. But you guys, the only thing about it, you guys never paid me, man. You guys never paid me, man. You just, you guys owe me some money, man. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what was funny is that everybody had that Deloach cut. It was kind of uh-huh. on a slant. So it was kind of, the, it, it was kind of, uh, uh, everybody knew when you got the same, we, everybody kind of had the same cut. I know, but, but you and Bart's head were kind of the longest heads on the team. So it kind of took me longer to cut y'all heads, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, man. Yeah, but that was fun. That was a lot of fun too, man. Right for the games, get line you guys up. That's for sure. So tell me what lessons did you learn while you were at USF that helped you after you left school? Man, patience, man. I understand that life, man. You know, you just can't have it your way. You know, you just gotta understand that I'm more I help people. I love helping people now. I'm you know, I'm in I'm a manager. I've been in management for the last 25 years in the customer service industry. It helped me out, but the USF where it started. 
dealing with people of all of all races, of all colors and everything, you know, all genders, everything. So I'm a people person. I love people. And that's where it started. You know, that's where it started, USF. Being around all different people. And I love, I love, that's love being in front of people, love talking to people, man. We love being around people. Well, you know, um, you're, you know, you're a people person if you love being around Bill too. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's yeah. an infectious personality. Sure. Thank you, Steve. It's very, it's, he's, that's really he's good. He's like insight. a Pied Piper, man. He's a Pied Piper, sure. Hey, Marvin, talk about, uh, so when you're leaving school, what are you thinking right now? What am I going to do? Well, what am I going to do now, you know? And that's when I, uh, yeah, I didn't know. That's when I think I went to budget rent a car. And I went back to work. Because, matter of fact, USF got me a job at budget rent a car during the summer. We used to get summer jobs here. And uh, and then we used to go there, you know. That's why I left school. I went back to Butter Rental asked for a job, and they ended up making me a manager. And they making me a manager. That's when I got to the business field. And the funny thing about it, I used to uh, I used to hire the USF players when I was a manager at BMW. I mean, at Butter Rental Car for their summer jobs too, just like I got started. So I kept giving back to the university, even though I left there. You know what I'm saying? So that was cool. I love that being involved with that, you know. And Bobby Javon was part of that, by the way. He made that happen. So did you, so after you, after that ended, uh, what did you do after that? What was your next job? After I said BM, I said, I started, like I said, there was a budget rental car, not BM, there was a budget rental car. That's where I became a manager and I used to hire players. And then I just, yeah, then I became at, at budget rental car. I ended up working at BMW for the last 15 years. And I ended up working there for a while. That's when I got into comedy when I was at BMW. I was, yes, I was director of customer relations at BMW, by the way in San Francisco here. And I started getting into comedy as well. <laughs> and I started taking the comedy classes in Sacramento. Every Tuesday night, I was a job from BMW, San Francisco. I used to job in Sacramento and do shows in Sacramento every Tuesday night. Hey, talk about that. Talk about your comedy and why did you decide, I mean, why, why did you believe you were really good? Because uh, I had a friend, you know, a good friend, Dell Van Dyke. The godfather of comedy, you know, in Sacramento. He's been a headliner for the last almost 20 years here. He's been involved with everybody, the great people there. And he had was teaching comedy school in Sacramento at the time. And he kept telling me, man, Marvin, come on, you got to do comedy. Just try it, try it, try it. And I ended up going to class. And next thing you know, I entered a comedy contest, the Sacramento Gold Rush Comedy Contest. Out of 45 comics, I ended up winning the damn thing. I could not believe it. And I said, wow, that gave me the confidence, like, oh, my goodness. It's nothing like being on front of the stage by yourself <laughs> and making people you don't even know laugh. It's amazing. And it's a feeling you can't describe, man. It's a drug to me. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. And so I ended up winning that contest, and that was, it, was, it was on from there. Could you talk about what are some of the differences between comedy and basketball and, and just the high you get as a player versus a comedian? Well, you know, Think about it, you don't get to share with anybody else when you're up there by yourself. It's just by yourself, you know? So you got to be selfish, but you know, the basketball team is a team sport and you get to experience it with everything, you know, all your teammates and everything, you got all the highlights and all the disappointments. So and so if you bomb by yourself on stage, which I rarely do, but I've done it before, like sometimes you just don't go your way on stage. And, oh my God, your head starts sweating. You don't know what to do, man. It's like, just get me out of here, man. But you know, all the great ones do it too, you know, but you just don't go right on the court and you got to take it. Just gotta take it and deal with it, you know. Try to get your weight, work your way out of it. 
Hey, do, hey, do you have your own style of comedy or do I do? I do. I, I, you know, I, I love talking about everything, you know, kids, you know, sports, you know, life, myself. I make fun of myself more than anybody, of course, you know? Yeah. Like how I miss my hair. I still keep my shampoo in my closet, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, just still, you know, all these little things that I talk about still, you know? Mm, yeah, don't, mm, mm. Yeah, don't worry. Steve does the same thing. Exactly. I still use shampoo. Yeah, Steve, I think, Steve, you're in, you're in denial, man. Why well, you should just shave it off, man. I know you I know? should, actually. You're you should, right. You, look, you, look, you have a good head for it, man. You'd be smooth, man. You know what I'm saying? I you'd should. Be smooth, you're not, like, just try it. You're not the first person who told me that. You yeah. That's okay. You're just all right hanging on. Hang on as long as you want, man. Fine. You're right. <laughs> um, I remember Joe Torre called his haircut like the um, the Watergate. He was trying to cover up as much as possible, you know? So, uh but yeah, I agree. Yeah. I was lucky to have such golden locks, you know. Oh yeah, but I don't know how he managed to keep his hair like that, man. I don't know. My goodness. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. Less stress than you and I had. Maybe I tell you, genetics. Mm -hmm. But maybe I, I think what I it's curious. Like most comedians want to be likable, right? And so is that mm -hmm. part of it? Like, you know, how would you characterize your community, your comedy, your self-deprecating? You turn a lot of humor onto yourself. You're not mean spirited, right? Yeah, it's not mean spirit at all. Definitely, like I said, you know, I don't know why. Just always time you want to be, I don't want to be in front of the crowd all the time. But I'm saying, you know, even sometimes when I'm not on, I just want to be just, just there for people. That's all. Just there for people, you know, because you, you know, you, I'm like, you know, I have to believe in God, man. I tell you, make it happen, and God gets, you get back to God. God get back to you. So, give my strength to God for sure. Bill. Bill mentioned that even when you were playing, you had the makings of the class comedian and in addition to being the barber, you know, uh, Bill, you saw that in him then? Did you think like, wow, this is a funny guy on a team? And, and I imagine most teams need that, right? So they need a diversity of personalities to do well. Like some people who are comedic, some people who are serious, right? Well, we had a couple of of guys who are naturally funny in love with Marvin. Uh, yeah, Jameson. Doug Jemison. Doug Jemison, exactly. Doug's very yeah. funny. And then, do, Marvin, do you remember this? Now, these guys, now, what you think about this? Spoke, what was that? Like Jamaican or something for like a month with a, like a Jamaican or some kind of accent. Uh, and I, I couldn't believe it was just going on and on and on. Do you remember that? What was this again? The, the, the Southeastern guy, you say? Different guys on our team that were speaking different this this Jamaican kind of accent on our team. Yes, who for like a month? I guess I guess you don't oh. remember that. Oh wait a minute. Oh oh yo, they were just playing around. They, but they were just playing around. I don't think it was a real accent though. They were just messing around. Like, yeah, was like guy and Kenny was they just being funny. Yeah, but it kind of went on for about two. Three oh yeah. Weeks. yeah. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a silly bro. Oh my goodness, yeah. 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 That's I, that I, I love stuff. a joke, but let it go. <laughs> yeah, let it go. Uh, we went too far with that one, yeah. Hey Marvin, talk <laughs> about talk about because you do comedy shows uh, up until this pandemic hit. Yeah, man. Who were some of the guys that you had on? Uh, I remember one time we went down, Jimmy Walker was there. Who are some of the other people you've had on that that are terrific? Well, I, you know, uh, you know, from Marin County, man, the person I opened up for one time was Robin Williams, man. I'll tell you, because he used to be at the Flockboard Theater. Wow. You know, I worked with him. Yes, exactly. Yes. At the same, I got to share the stage with Robin Williams 
a couple times, man. That's when I had one of my my best shows, and I opened up for him, man. Yeah, and also Dana Carvey was there too as well. You know, so there's some great comedy there, Throckmorton though. You know, but then Dell and I opened up our own spot over there, in, uh, over in uh, Nevada. Yeah, so we had some great comics there, man. My goodness, great headliners. Uh, Mark Curry is one of the people we worked with before. Talk about some of the differences between being because I I never saw Robin Williams in person, but but talk about that being being at a at a performance with him. Yeah, man, that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate. Matter of fact, that's matter of fact, that's probably the best performance I've ever seen live with his performance. That's why I think I, I break him as number one. I think after the, you know, what I've seen before, you know, because he was just impulsive, you know. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about my brothers and everything like that, man. So yeah, he was just he was an amazing guy, man. He did about a good about a good thirty five minutes, forty five minutes set, nonstop, energetic, all over the place, man. One of the best of all time, man. I tell you. Mm, just in awe, just like watching Michael Jordan live, you know, something like that, you know, something like that, you know, just like he probably felt when you watch Michael Jordan. That's how I felt watching Robert Williams live. Well, I felt, you know, with Michael, like, pass the ball every now and then. Did you feel <laughs> that way? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I sure, but you do deserve it too, Will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pass me that ball. That's how I felt when I played with you. What are you talking about, kid? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> matter of fact, matter of fact, it was my assist. I think when you broke real Russell's all-time scoring record, you never thank me for that. You know that. Matter of fact, I, it was my assist when you uh, you broke the all-time uh, scoring record, WCAC scoring record, man. They stopped the game, gave you the ball, something like that. But it was my assist, and I passed it to you. I don't think you remember that, do you? I remember that all to this, this day. I, I I don't remember that. Of course, you just remember <laughs> scoring, man. Was, of course, you don't remember the ball. I don't remember that. Of course, you didn't remember. I, I didn't expect you to. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like um, Adam Sandler has a joke. I'm sure you've heard it where he says, hey, my impression of the huddle, the game, Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 points. Hey, Wilt, I'm open. Oh, and yeah. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's for sure, man. Hey, 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 Marvin, how did you feel being inducted well, I, into the Marin Athletic Hall of Fame? Well, you know, it, the funny I'm glad you mentioned it because for a long time, they ignored me. And I don't know why. They just, you know, all these people kept getting inducted, all these for 40 years instead of me. And I don't know what, I said, I don't know what did I do to these people in Marin County for them not to just be bypassing me all this time, you know? And I just get hurt, it kept hurting me and hurting me. I was disappointed, but I'm like, wow. And then so, uh, and then people started uh, writing letters and, and petitions and stuff like that about, you know, and it took about three or four years for them to finally realize, hey, what's going on here? You know, so you got, you got I believe you got a big story about it. And I, I talked to one guy on the phone who was involved in the county. He said, Mark, we thought you were in there already pretty much. We didn't, we just, we overlooked it pretty much. And I just, so when they had the final you know, induction Hall of Fame speech, you know, I roasted them for it in a nice, pleasant way. And it's probably one of my favorite all-time performances. <laughs> you know, very funny. And, you know, and I'm kind of glad it ended up that way because if, if it wasn't for them ignore me for 40 years, I wouldn't have came out with that great performance. So it's funny how things worked out, you know. So I asked God, God, how should I handle this? God said, handle it with humor, you know, do what you do best. And so, I, you know, that, that Hall of Fame speech was my favorite. I almost listen to all the time for inspiration. Hey, Barbara, do you, um, being back here at USF, I have an opportunity to mentor a lot of, of students, athletes, 
what would you say to those students here at USF as, as their journey is going along here at school? Enjoy each day, man. Make the best out of each day while you're there. Go to class and play hard. Enjoy it because it's not going to last forever, man. I'll tell you, it goes by faster than you think. <laughs> it, it really does because we talk about this all the time that uh, our time at USF was probably one of the best time of our lives. It's, it's the best time of our lives, man. I'll tell you. And we, like I said, with friendship lasts to this day, as you can see, man. I'll tell you. That's, that's, that's another amazing thing, too. You know, we only got only see these guys three or four years out of your life, and all of a sudden you're, they're your best friends forever. That's amazing, man. Right. So, who who are some of the teammates that you? I know a couple of them, but who are some of the teammates that you talked to even today that you went to at USF? Oh, I've talked to everybody pretty much. A lot, you know, a lot of everybody. You know, you and Doug, Guy, Guy Williams, and Bart, of course. You know, we still tight. Of course, you guys are yeah, tight in the hip. You know, now I've reconnected with front of your boy, Billy Reed. Now, all of a sudden, you know, he's a mysterious thing. Billy Reed, isn't he a Billy sheriff Reed? for something? I don't know what or... he says. He's involved in the FBI, but I still haven't seen proof of it yet. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still trying to confirm that, man. You know, so, you know. Well, so, yeah. And Rogue Harris, you know, so he's around here, too, you know. Yes, you know. And also, Varsity connected with... Dave Cornelius, not too long ago. We found a phone number from him that he's around, too. That's a blast from the past. Dave Cornelius. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that. Yeah. Dave, Dave's had an interesting uh, life. He's have, from what I hear, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Man. Hey, Marvin, how's, how's, how's your family? Man, family's cool, man. I'm very proud of my son, man. He's growing, He's getting, like I said, he's getting about six, going about six three now. He's working out. You know, so it's you know it's gonna be good. I can't wait to see him play. But it's, it's, I'm starting to hard out because it's this pandemic. You know, he hasn't played basketball yet for a while, so I'm concerned about that because he needs to get back on the court so he can prove himself so he can get recruited. So yeah, but the kids are doing fine. Other than that, they're in class at home, so you know, just getting tired. They want to go to school. Yeah, it is. It is a very tough time right now. Yes, but uh, Marvin, thank you so much for being on. I really, man, thank really enjoyed you, man. it. I, Thank I you, can't man. wait until the the comedy starts again because I really yeah, enjoy yeah. those shows. Yeah, we got some stuff happening in the future, man. We got stuff coming up once we get you know ready to uh, rock and roll again with this uh, pandemic over with for sure. We got some fun things happening. Yeah, make sure make sure I get an invite. And, and, of course, and I, and, I, and I want I don't want the first well I don't want the first row seat, but I want the second row seat. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, you gonna be in the front row from the second row. You know, as tall as you are, so you know, hey. Wherever you at, you could be in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in the third row if he's in the second Where you row. Are. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Steve there for sure, man. Yeah, Bring please. Thanks a lot, Marvin. It's a real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you now. Talk to you, man. You guys have been great. Thanks, Thanks Steve. again. All right. God bless.